Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, a good Thursday afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you aboard with us in the nation's capital and beyond via the Odyssey app. Along with Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Top of the afternoon to you, cock-a-doodle-doo. It is the rooster over here and you there at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Coming up on the show today, we have two guests. We normally... So there's plenty of shows where we have no gals. And usually we cap it at one, but today we have two. That must mean today is an extra special day. Woo! Later on, Al Snow. Professional wrestling great. You may remember him from WWE, ECW, and others. And now the star of the Netflix docuseries Wrestlers, which is available right now, which is awesome. Uh, And even if you're not a big wrestling fan like myself, and even if you know nothing about their performers, you're going to enjoy it because it is real life. It is the struggle. It is the road, the odyssey, the journey. Uh, So you'll enjoy it. So give it a shot. Al Snow will join us later on. Uh, And he's the co-owner of Ohio Valley Wrestling, which is what it's based on out of Louisville, Kentucky. But it's a national promotion. As a matter of fact, they do live television, a two-hour live show every Thursday night on Fight TV, I believe it is. Uh, and so you can watch that, YouTube, all that good stuff. And again, Netflix has got the docuseries out. Uh, I've watched, I don't know, five or six episodes of it. It's really, really, really good. So we'll have that for you later on. Coming up at 1.30, we'll have Connor McMichael of the Washington Capitals. He made the opening night roster. It's been an interesting odyssey of ups and downs and a roller coaster so far for the former first-round pick. But he'll be in action tomorrow night at Capital One Arena for the Washington Capitals as they open up, finally, their campaign against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I almost said the Steelers. The Pittsburgh Penguins at Capital One. And I'll be doing a special pregame show, I believe from the concourse, right after Grant and Danny on 106.7 tomorrow night from 6.30 to 7.15 before we then take you to the network pregame show with Ben Raby and John Walton and Ken Sabrin uh, and the puck drop just after 7.30 from 6.30 to 7.15. I'll be over on the fan and at Capital One Arena Mixing it up with you and talking Caps hockey as we get you set for the 2023 campaign. So Connor McMichael will help us do that at 1.30, coming up in about 25 minutes or so. Uh, now that the Capitals are back from their little retreat and in advance of their season opener. And that's one way I wanted to kind of start the show. And then we're going to get into some baseball because we're going to save the commander stuff for after McMichael. I got to be honest with you. I'm always excited for hockey. I'm always going to watch. I'm the guy that has watched hockey 
and the league, not just the capital. See, the, it, there's a lot of weird people around here that the second the capitals are eliminated, they don't pay any attention. Yet they'll watch any horrific NBA pat basketball game that there is. Serve them up. I mean, it could be, you know, the Houston Rockets and what's another bad team? The Detroit Pistons. And you can't get them to shut the bleep up about it. But hockey, as soon as the Capitals are eliminated, be it in the regular season, be it in the postseason, people on both of our stations act like hockey doesn't exist. So that ain't me. So I'm always going to be excited for a new season. I've been watching, I've watched Connor Bedard almost his entire first two games. And by the way, for whatever little it's worth, and it's not worth a lot in my eyes, uh, like 1.5 million people watch the Blackhawks and the Penguins on Tuesday night on ESPN. Bedard's debut. He didn't score in that one, but he had a, a bunch of shot opportunities, what have you, an assist. Blackhawks won last night. The Blackhawks lost, but he had a goal, and it was a beauty. Wrap around, bang, on the road in Boston, back-to-back nights. But Sid the Kid, Evgeny Malkin, and their new defensive stud, Eric Carlson, come to Capital One Arena on Friday night, tomorrow night. 7.30-ish puck drop. Now, the game is not on the new monumental sports network thing. It's only available nationally on ESPN+. Plus. It's like one of those ESPN Plus exclusives. But you know where the game We'll give you the local call. That's right. 106.7, the Odyssey app. You will get John Walton, Ken Saber, and Ben Raby on the local call after, again, my extended or in-between season preview for the Capitals following Grant and Danny at 6.30 from Capital One Arena tomorrow night. So you'll get all that. Let's ride. Okay. So I'm excited. And I'll go one step further. I think I mentioned this the other day. And this might be my downfall in this market. And maybe it's easy to say this. But I'm damn straight more excited about the Capitals tomorrow night. And short term. Than I am about anything to do with the Commanders. Now. That doesn't mean that I don't think the Commanders season is over. It might be on life support, but it's not over. But I am jacked up about the Capitals' youth being served, eight players under 25 and under. Um, Can Ovechkin climb that mountain once again? Can they stay healthy? Is Backstrom going to be better? Uh, Are are they going to make the playoffs? Remember, Backstrom and Wilson... (laughs) Backstrom and Wilson missed half the year last year. I thought they rushed back, but... You know, and, and and things were turning around in December, and Ovi breaks the mark, becomes second all time. I was at that game with Ty uh, and uh, and my friend Molly from Best Buddies, um, and my guy Kevin uh, from Guy Fieri's restaurant inside Capital One Arena took great care of us, uh, and and we had just a blast. It was an awesome, awesome, awesome night right before Christmas, and then not right after that, but seemingly right after that, everything went south. And they just could not get, I mean, John Carlson got hurt in that game. We didn't see him again until what, late March? That was brutal. And Backstrom and Wilson coming back after that, maybe like a week and a half, two weeks after that, never really gave them the spark plug that they were hoping for. But tomorrow night, and presumably moving forward for as of right now, Tom Wilson healthy, Nick Backstrom healthy, Alex Ovechkin healthy, TJ Oshie healthy, John Carlson healthy, Darcy Kemper here, year two, Charlie Lindgren here, year two. Eight players under 25, including Connor McMichael, former first-round pick, who's going to join us in 20 minutes. They've had plenty of time to rest, recharge, get ready. They didn't play in the playoffs last year. Legs should be plenty fresh. I don't know where they're going, the Eastern Conference stuff, but here's what I'll say. Certainly this week and this weekend, I'm more excited about the Capitals. Now, I know that's probably not what most of you are excited about, but I can't fake it. 
I can't tell you I'm sitting here jacked up for Sunday to watch a pedestrian offense, even though it's got some talent, light up like a Christmas tree. Jack Del Rio's boring, stiff, plain as vanilla defense. I I, I just can't do I, I can't lie to you. So it may sound crazy that somebody with a microphone around here, God forbid, is more jacked up about the hockey. Let's do that hockey on Friday night and moving forward than the commanders. But I'm just being honest with you. And again, if the commanders were four and one or five and oh, I'd be more jacked up about them. So it is absolutely a temperature feel thing. But what do you want me to do? I'm a huge hockey guy. I want to see if the Capitals can mix the youth along with the veteran presence that they have and the veteran stalwarts that they have and bounce back and get back into the Eastern Conference playoff picture, number one. And then can they win a series, which they have not done since winning the Stanley Cup? And again, um, I read this I read this note uh, yesterday from um, the Caps PR department. I'm trying to find it here. Uh, Here it is. Uh, That they will have, uh, first of all, they've won five out of their last six season opening games dating back to the Stanley Cup year 2017, 2018, including two of three at home. At all time, they're 15, uh, 6, uh, 0, and 1 in season openers uh, at at one. Um, But here's the deal. They have eight players, again, under the age of 25. Or 25 and under, I should say. And to me, again, when you have that kind of youth, when you have those kind of fresh legs, but you still have the veteran presence and the veteran stalwarts, and the veteran horses, the veteran thoroughbreds that you have, and a new coach with a different approach, a different lease on life, different experiences. He's been with a bunch of these guys in Hershey and South Carolina, then went on to Toronto and was an assistant for a high-powered offense and worked with the power play. And we all know the power play has not been the same for years since the Stanley Cup win. I mean, it, it got really bad, But it hasn't been the same for years since the Stanley Cup win. To me, these are all the storylines that I can't wait to see kind of unfold, granted, over a long regular season. But I can't wait to see it all unfold. Freshness, right? The commander's product feels very, 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 very stale outside of Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell. It feels very stale. It does. Even before the three-game losing streak. But especially in the three-game losing streak and two blowouts. It feels like we've been there, done that. With the Capitals, even though last year was ultimately a disappointment, and the last five years have been ultimate disappointments, there is something to be said for freshness, right? Think about it. You go into your uh, your your refrigerator, right? And I don't know. You you open up a a, a fresh uh, a fresh bag of of deli turkey or or whatever, right? And, and there just feels something good about it, right? Nobody's touched it before. Nobody's got their greasy, slimy hands on it. Freshly sliced, going into your tummy. So good. You know, fresh, different, change is always like a breath of fresh air, a change in how you approach things, a just different feel. And even if it might not end up the way that you want it to, you know you know that those first couple of bites, those first couple of sips, a fresh drink, whatever, a fresh ice-chilled drink is going to be so good. It's going to be so much fun. And that's what I envision from the Capitals starting tomorrow night against the Penguins. I have no idea if they'll win. I think they're 
better than the Penguins, for whatever it's worth. But that's what it feels like. Whereas the Commanders, even though at the beginning of this season, it felt like a fresh lease on life because of the new ownership, it wasn't a fresh leash on, leash on life for much of the on-field product. It was for Biennemi and Howell. So I can't say there was no freshness. But for the rest of the outfit, it was pretty much same old, same old. And again, every situation and every sports team is going to have some carryover from year to year. But it does feel like, it does feel like it's ripping the cover, the label, the inside seal off of something and getting that fresh whatever smell. It does feel that way. So hopefully people will be excited as I am. Hopefully people will be jacked up. I'm not telling you, of course, to not care to not watch the Commanders on Sunday. Of course you should. Then you should start throwing things at the TV if somehow, somehow, Desmond Ritter, and I would just say a somewhat above average but still pedestrian offense starts making you or starts making themselves look like they should all be enshrined in Canton on Monday as opposed to having to wait for the end of their careers. Before you start throwing something at the TV, watch the game. Do your thing. I mean, I saw my guy Tailgate Ted leaving for Atlanta on a plane ride today. The game's on Sunday. Ted doesn't mess around. I, I, you know, I'm sure there'll be plenty of Commanders fans there. They always travel well, for the most part. But you don't have to travel really anywhere to see tomorrow night with the Caps. And then you root on the Commanders on Sunday. Sunday afternoon. And the Caps, with everything that I've just touched on, give you a little bit of a reason for those of you that are down. And I understand. I'm down too. I'm down too. The Caps give you a little bit of reason, a little bit of hope for why you should feel fresh about tomorrow night and about this season. And away we go. Let's do that hockey, baby. Connor McMichael will join us in about 13 or so minutes. We'll come back. And we'll give you a little snapshot of the baseball playoff picture, including Bryce going boom, not once, but twice. And what he also did, that's next on the Team 980. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back. 
Just getting rocking and rolling here on a Thursday afternoon in the nation's capital and beyond. Connor McMichael coming up in less than 10 minutes. Capitals uh, forward as they kick off the season tomorrow night over on the fan, the Odyssey app. Again, cap season preview show 630 to 7.15 tomorrow night from Capital One Arena. Yours truly will be hosting uh, that and we'll hear a clip of the Connor McMichael spot and more as well. But... Before we get to the NFL picture and the commanders and more on that uh, on the other side, I did want to spend a couple of minutes here on the baseball playoff picture. We know the Orioles were swept away. The Dodgers were swept away last night as well. Four home runs in the third inning. Diamondbacks hold on 4-2, sweep out the Dodgers in the best of five. Three games to none. I can't tell you I'm shocked. I mean, I thought the Diamondbacks would have a chance, a good chance of going 2-5 and maybe winning that series. The Diamondbacks have been a great story all year. Never did I imagine they would sweep them. Never would I imagine. We'll get more into the Dodgers if we can a little bit later on. Tonight, the Philadelphia Phillies could advance to the NLCS for a second straight year. By beating the Atlanta Braves, a team that won 104 games in the regular season. The Phillies only won 90. Last night, Bryce Harper hit a three-run bomb that's still traveling. I mean, that thing was as majestic as you're going to see. And Bryce, and this rubs people the wrong way. You know, Bryce, not happy with Orlando Arcia. The Atlanta Braves shortstop that, uh, you know, made some comments after Bryce got doubled up on, uh, what was it, Monday night in Atlanta to end that game. Listen, Bryce made a mistake. You know what I love about Bryce Harper? The thing that probably pisses a lot of people off? He didn't, like, I don't know, go to a pitcher on the Phillies and say, man, throw at that guy. Get one for me. Nope. What Bryce Harper did was just go bombs away. Bombs away. That's all he did. And sure, he gave Arcia a dirty look or two. Great. He hit two home runs. One that's still traveling. And that's the thing that you have to appreciate about a guy like Bryce Harper is he plays with an edge. And I know people in Washington still hate him for leaving and going to the Phillies. And mind you, I don't love that he went to the Phillies. I understood that he left. But he was a free agent. For all of you that, you know, just latch on to athletes' jockstraps like you do, and want them to make every damn dollar that they can, well, you deserve sometimes your favorite athletes going to hated rivals. When you are all about athletes getting paid every last damn dollar that they can, that's what you have to accept. That's what you have to deal with. And that's what Bryce Harper did. And we all know From years and years and years of history and experience, the learners are not exactly printing money and handing it over with no resistance. I mean, you can, we can debate from now until the high heavens whether it was Bryce's greediness and selfishness and whatever, or the learner's cheapness or or, uh, leverage games or what have you. It was probably a little bit of both. But I would blame more the learners, knowing what I know and knowing everything that we've seen and are still dealing with. But Bryce Harper last night, in a series that was tied 1-1, after getting doubled up on Monday night to end that game on a great, great, great catch uh, in right center field along the fence by Atlanta, And again, it was a bad mistake. Bryce was too aggressive. He didn't have somebody throw at him. No, no, no. He he just took the bat, went up, 
and just cranked one and then did it again. 10-2, the Philadelphia Phillies hammered the Atlanta Braves. They're one win away from advancing to a second straight NLCS. Arcia looked, giving them dirty looks, saying bad things, you know, saying things about them, whatever. Uh, a guy who doesn't need much motivation got the motivation he needed. And again, sure, he stared him down, and some people might not like that. But didn't do anything wrong. It's not illegal to stare. It's not illegal. Bryce did his job. You should do your job. I'm doing my job. And I'm going to take a timeout here. Connor McMichael coming up next from the Washington Capitals. Good to have you with us right here on the Team 980. Yeah, we we mentioned the Atlanta Braves one win away, uh, one loss away rather from going to uh, the offseason, and the Philadelphia Phillies one win away from getting the job done and advancing to the NLCS for a second consecutive year. Again, game four of that series coming up later on tonight. We mentioned the Capitals uh, with a workout today. They're getting set for the season opener tomorrow night. 7.30, the puck drop over on the Fan Odyssey app, Capitals Radio Network, and again, Connor McMichael scheduled to join us in just a couple of moments. Thursday night football over on the Fan tonight. It is Denver and Kansas City at Arrowhead, and that's what's trending. All right, good to have you with us right here as we've been telling you about the Capitals open up their season tomorrow night. We'll get there in just one second. We are brought to you by the Maryland Vehicle Theft Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know a vehicle is stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your key, and use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft prevention at MD Auto Theft. Org. Yeah, tomorrow night, Capital One Arena, it is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Sidney Crosby, Genny Malkin, Eric Carlson, and the Penguins coming into town. ESPN Plus 106.7, the fan, the coverage on the TV and radio side. We'll be doing a special Caps preview show, and we'll be talking about youth being served. And one of the big pieces of that youth is Connor McMichael, and he joins us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Uh, right here before the season starts. Connor, it's uh, great to have you on the show again. It's been a little while since we've had a chance uh, to chat. Uh, congratulations on making the opening night roster, and how are you? Good, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's start uh, with this. Before we get into tomorrow night and moving forward and whatnot, last year, I, I think when we had you on a year and a half ago or so, you were in the midst of – you know, what What everybody thought, okay, this is the, you know, Connor McMichael is here to stay. You played in 68 games. You had 18 points. You were a contributor. Everything went kind of well. And then last year happened, and, you know, you did a lot of great things, but it was mostly in Hershey. What What has been the odyssey for you, the ride, as a young player in the NHL from first-round pick to what happened again up here two years ago to last year's uh, exciting ride to the Calder Cup and now back here in Washington? Yeah, um, I'd say my pro career has gotten off to kind of a weird start. Um, obviously, the fir- my first year was the COVID year, so it was a bunch of uh, different things going around. And um, then I, the next year I came up, and, and like you said, I had a pretty good, decent year. And then, um, yeah, last year was, it was a bit of a weird one for me, but um, I wouldn't have changed a thing. And obviously, when I went back down to Hershey, we, we had a really good team, and, and we did amazing things. So uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Before we get into your ascent, uh, as you were just kind of chronicling, what was that like down in Hershey to obviously, you know, be a, a key part of that team? And then you guys were resilient, as you know what, uh, during the Calder Cup playoffs and even in the finals. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people didn't get to see it because it was like one thirty in the morning. But you guys capping off a Game 7 road win by winning the, you know, the Calder Cup. I mean, look, everybody dreams of winning a Stanley Cup. Uh, but I, I would imagine that had to be a pretty darn satisfying feeling. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, um, right when I got down there, it was pretty clear that that was the goal that, that we had in mind. And um, I realized right away that we had the team to do that. So, um, like you mentioned, we faced a little adversity in the playoffs, but um, our team was really resilient. And 
Um, we had a lot of key players that made big plays and big moments, and uh, it just it wasn't just one guy. It was up and down the lineup for our squad, and um, obviously the coaching staff was great and, and kept us motivated throughout those ups and downs. So, um, yeah, it was a great year that we had. Uh, obviously, it was it was the goal to win, and we did that. So uh, you couldn't ask for much more. Connor McMichael of the Washington Capitals with us on the BetQL guest hotline right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app as the Caps open up tomorrow night against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, so for you, what do you, th- as you look back, what do you think um, maybe didn't go as right for you in terms of your development last year that that led to, you know, again, you playing most of the year at Hershey, and, and, and it's totally understandable. Young players are obviously still trying to, you know, figure out the game at a whole different level. It, was it something specific that you can put a finger on, or was it uh, just something that is still kind of, uh, I don't want to say mystifying, but hard to figure out? Yeah. Um, no, I think that there's there's not just one thing. I'd I'd say the biggest thing for me was my consistency. Um, the NHL schedule, obviously, you play every other day, and it's uh, you got to come to the rink every day and bring your best every day. So as as me being a young player, it was kind of difficult to figure that out at first. But I mm-hmm. think uh, last year helped me a bunch, and um, it just taught me no matter what, you gotta you gotta come in and, and show what you can do every single day. And um, I think I did a good job of improving on that last year and mm-hmm. um, early on in camp here. So I'm uh, looking forward to show that stuff in the regular season. Is there something? Is it is it like the coaches say it to you, and maybe the video that you guys break down says it to you, or do you just innately know? Hey, man, I'm bringing it on a more consistent basis than maybe I was. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I had a past relationship with Carbs down in Hershey, yep. so yep. Uh, and nice being able to talk to him a bunch and. And uh, as long as the other coaches have as well with uh, Mitch Love and, and Scotty Allen, those mm-hmm. are other two guys that I've worked out with in the past. So um, I think it's helped me just having those relationships and bouncing questions off them. And, you know, it's a little bit of myself too, just feeling more confident out there. And um, I just feel like I've been making a lot more plays than, than I used to. Connor McMichael with us of the Washington Capitals as they open up the season uh, tomorrow night. Uh, again, over on 106.7, the fan will all be at Capital One Arena for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals. So you mentioned Spencer Carberry, obviously the new head coach, uh, which many uh, you know Caps fans are more than familiar with, and the time back at Hershey and, and, and everything he's done, and I know he's been in Toronto the last couple of years, uh, helping out a very highly uh, you know skilled offensive team in the power play and so on and so forth. Um Having that previous relationship and knowing that maybe he's going to be a little bit more of a, I guess, in your corner or, or or maybe more understanding of the ebbs and flows, and I don't want you to you know talk bad about anybody, how much does that help a young player as you try and take that next step and achieve that consistency that you're talking about? No, for sure. Um, it's just the little details, you know. It might be where I have a I have an off night and I'm not feeling too great about myself. Mm-hmm. Carbs is Carbs is always there to pick you up and and point out the good things that you've done as as well as help help you out with the stuff that you need to improve on. So um, just early on in camp this year, it's, he's been great with me and uh, talking to me a bunch and and just letting me know what I've been doing well and and things I need to work on. So it's just the the communication factors help me out a lot and um, myself just feeling comfortable going up to him and and being able to bounce questions off has been great and. Um, I think a lot of the guys have responded all the carbs so far, and we uh, seem to like them. Now, for those that haven't, and I got to be honest with you, with football season and, and you know everything, I I've only been able to watch bits and pieces. You're mostly working with um, who have you mostly been working with? Uh, Kuznetsov, right? Did I see that right? Yeah, yeah, I've been with uh, Kuzi and Willie right. so far. Okay, right, oh, and and Tom Wilson. Okay, I uh, forgot to mention him. That's not a bad pair to work with. I, I mean, Kuzi's all you know, like you, and, and you just mentioned kind of your journey that you're here to prove that you can be a consistent force and somebody that they can count on in the top six. You know, Evgeny obviously has had such a wonderfully talented career up. But you know, but some ups and downs. Is that kind of does that also help when you have two guys that for right now are playing together, that you guys can you know kind of help each other out and maybe feed off of each other? Because Tom, when he's healthy, has always been that steady rock, if you will. Yeah, for sure. I think playing with those guys early on in camp and into the exhibition games has helped me a lot. You know, uh, they're they're two veteran players that have obviously won the Stanley Cup and they they've seen a lot of things. So. 
um, yeah, I think it's just been great for me to bounce questions off them, whether it's little things in the D zone or offensive schemes, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. They've uh, they've been great help for me, and uh, like you touched on, they're they're two amazing players, so uh, they kind of make it a lot easier on me out there when I. All I have to do is pretty much is get them the puck, and, and Kuzi's always making plays, and um, I just have to kind of get open. Bunch of young guys on this opening night roster, yourself included amongst them. I think it's like eight, and that's the most since uh, the Stanley Cup year. Um, when you when when you have youth served, if you will, for lack of a better term like that, we know we know that means fresh legs. We know that means better ski, uh, speed and transition, which is what you have to do to keep up just in the Eastern Conference alone when you look at what Carolina does and Florida does and New Jersey does and other teams have. Um, but but how much does that help you as a young player that you know you're not the only fish in a big sea, if you will? You know that you have other guys that you played with at Hershey, that you've sweat with you know, during camps, that you've gotten to know, in addition to the coaching staff, but guys, players that are younger and, and that, again, you can maybe relate a little bit more to than, say, your Alex Ovechkins or your Nick Backstroms and older veterans. Yeah, for sure. I think it's been it's been really nice to have those guys around as well. Um, they've all had great camps, and um, like you touched on there, we've we've been through a lot in Hershey last year together. Um, a lot of ups and downs, battling battling through. So, um, I think all those those guys are well deserved to make the team. And um, yeah, it's nice to have them here as well. And uh, we're hanging out a bunch. And mm-hmm. um, at, at the start of the year, we were kind of just rekindling on last year and and uh, just talking about all the stuff that went down. So. Uh, it's really cool to have them all here and um, kind of grow up together and and, uh, play in the NHL together. It's been awesome. Connor McMichael of the Washington Capitals, again, getting set to open up the season tomorrow night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Calder Cup champion from last year down in Hershey. Uh, And we look forward to a nice career and a nice year here for the Caps. And, Connor, um, you guys went on a little retreat this week. I know there was this weird quirk in the scheduling. uh, A bunch of teams opened up Tuesday and Wednesday. You guys don't open up till Friday. I know you guys went up to Maryland. How much does stuff like that help that team bonding and, again, connect the layers of this team, which is still veteran-laden, but also, again, as we mentioned, youth-filled? Yeah, I think it was uh, it was really good, nice to get a little break after camp, and um, we all had a really good camp. Like I touched on earlier, we were, we were pushing the pace, and it was kind of nice to get away for a few days and kind of bond as a team and uh, play a little bit of golf. And um, I think just myself included with all the new guys, it's it was awesome to to get out there and just kind of get away from get away from hockey and um, learn about guys outside of the rink. It was it was really cool and um, we had a lot of fun. But um, now it's back to business and and we're all excited for tomorrow night. What was it different than maybe bonding on a road trip, a multi city road trip during the regular season? Because even though you guys are practicing and even though you guys are thinking about tomorrow night and the start of the season, you're not, again, necessarily playing games. So maybe that allows a little bit more mental, whew, you know, like you can kind of let out a little more steam in a situation like this than maybe you can on an extended multi-city road trip. No, for sure. It was it was nice to disconnect from hockey for a couple of days mm-hmm. before before the, the season starts up. And uh, like you said, it was just a different mindset being able to go out there and, and get on the golf course and um, kind of not worry about having to practice tomorrow or play a game tomorrow. It was nice to just, just get out there and enjoy each other's company. So um, I think we had a lot of fun and, and we learned a lot of things about uh, the new guys or whoever it may be. So I, I think uh, it was a good trip overall and we bonded well. One last thing for you, Connor. Um, you know, you've got to play a Capital One Arena, obviously. It's one of the best home ice atmospheres in in the NHL. Um, the fan base is still very supportive of this team, and it's still going to be rocking, and it's still going to feel, um, you know, like, like it has for a long time around here. I assume that's something, you know, that as you go through your young career, you feed off of that energy a little bit, right? That that lifts you if you're a little bit tired in a third period. That does mean something, uh, again, as you go through, even on a night like tomorrow night, game one, when you need a little bit more juice, right? No, for sure. I think um, I think a lot of people don't realize how, how important the home crowd's energy is. And um, like you said, it might be situations in the third where the team's feeling a little flat and you, you kind of feed off that the energy from the building and, and our great fans. So um, I think we're all going to have a little bit of goosebumps tomorrow stepping mm-hmm. on the ice and in the crowd roar. So 
um, it's going to be fun, and, and we're going to bring a lot of energy. boy, Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow night uh, on the ice uh, with uh, Kuzi and Tom Wilson and the rest of the Capitals. Great um, start to the season, hopefully ahead. Best of luck. Thank you, Connor. Appreciate you as always. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate there you it. go. It is Connor McMichael from the Washington Capitals on the BetQL guest hotline. Again, they start off the year tomorrow night, Capital One Arena. Penguins and the Capitals squaring off just after 7.30, The Fan, the Odyssey app, and the Caps radio network. Appreciate Caps PR for helping us out uh, with that. Spencer Carberry, I think he's... um I think he's going to be on uh, uh, later on this afternoon over on The Fan. I think that's at 3, I think. Uh, and I know Rasmus Dahlin was on um, – uh, Rasmus Dahlin. Rasmus Sundin uh, was on um, with JP and B. Mitch, and Carberry was on here with the Junkies yesterday morning. Uh, so we've had you all covered all sorts of different interviews uh, and getting you set for the capital season. So hopefully uh, you're feeling the love. And again, I- I'll say this. I, you know, look, it's not like I'm going to shoot on Sunday. The Capitals aren't playing, so there is no choice. (coughs) Excuse me. But if you ask me what I'm more excited about this weekend, it's the Caps and the Penguins uh, as opposed to the Commanders and the Falcons. It just is, period. End of story. All right, 145 on the Team 980. Let's get it rocking and rolling. Uh, You want to talk Caps? We're here for you. We're excited. We're ready to go. Talk about it with you and as well. The Commanders, and something that, again, Jay Gruden had to say. Jay Gruden's got a lot to say, huh? He's got a lot to say. Huh. But this time, I absolutely agree with him. We'll tell you what it was. We'll let you hear it yourself. All coming up. Right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. All right, thanks once again to uh, Connor McMichael of the Washington Capitals for joining us right here on the Team 980 as we get you set for the Caps regular season opener tomorrow night. All right. So as you know, each and every Monday, Jay Gruden is with us. He says a lot of good things with us on the radio. A lot of good detail. But Jay is a multimedia superstar now. He's got his own podcast, a video cast. He's got the 33rd team. He's on with us. Jay's big time again. So I see him all over the place. It pops up. It's 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 omnipresent. And it's good stuff. So I said, hmm. I said to Tamati, I said, you know, I want to talk about this. I want to examine this. I want to bring this to the forefront because it's stuff that we've talked about in a general sort of way. But here you have a former head coach talking about it right and a lot of you for whatever reason don't like jay uh think jay's you know opinion is is insignificant you're you're dead wrong um but whatever um but he had something interesting to say about the defensive line and that's how i want to start shaping the conversation here on a thursday about the commanders and, of course, we, again, can talk Capitals as we just talked to Connor McMichael. And I know a lot of you are anxiously looking forward to tomorrow night and beyond uh, for the Capitals to see if they can make uh, the playoffs once again. And, again, all sorts of youth and reasons why to be optimistic. But I wanted to start shaping the Commander's conversation with this. What Jay said about the defensive line via his podcast, uh, which you can watch on video and, and listen to audio. It's Again, it's all over. You can follow him on Twitter and everything. He posts all the video up for it. But very interesting about the commander's defensive line. Panic. Now, my issue is they have four, four first-round draft picks on a defensive line. Three of them I drafted. They're not playing to their capabilities. That's panic. They should be dominating a line of scrimmage, and they're not. Jack Del Rio, I don't know what they're doing back there. The core of their football team is defense, and they're playing horribly. Defensively, they better step it up. Del Rio's got to get them going. A the defensive line's got to dominate for them to have a chance, but they're not doing it. That's why I'm hitting the panic button. All right, so the original question, you know, was was like uh, patience or panic or whatever, so that's why you heard the panic a couple of times. But specific to that, Matt, and Matt had to cut around some offensive stuff uh, that was uh, part of that 
to get what we wanted. So appreciate uh, him doing that. You just heard panic. Jay Groot, panic. I think we're all in a state of panic right now. They've allowed 160 points. They've lost three in a row. 32 points a game. That's 31st in the NFL. They are not a good defensive team by any measure. But you just heard. You just heard. The defensive line. So while everyone, and rightfully so, is talking about Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio being bad at their jobs. Jay Gruden is basically telling you, look, um, here's the problem. The defensive line, not good enough. Not good enough. And he's right. We've touched on all of these guys. We've touched on, hey, man, where's Deron Payne been in terms of impact plays? And we're not talking about one or two impact plays a game. We're talking about impact plays. Where's Deron Payne been last couple of weeks? Hasn't been the same. Where's Montez Sweat been? Where's Jonathan Allen been? Is Jonathan Allen hurt? Now, there's all sorts of different ways you can look at this, right? There's all sorts of different ways that we can look at a situation and go, well, maybe things aren't as bad as we thought. Or maybe they are. Now, Jonathan Allen, um, yeah, Jonathan Allen has drawn a 66.4 overall in Pro Football Focus's defensive interior rankings. 66.4 out of 100, that's 38th out of 124 qualifying defensive interior players. Deron Payne, much better than that. A 78.7. 13th out of 124. John Ridgway, a rotational player, and obviously they hope to get F.A. Obata back because he could play outside-inside. Doesn't look like Federian Mathis is coming back, at least right this week. We'll see about next week. We know how good Chase Young has been pass rush-wise. Certainly he's out of gaps from time to time. We all know. We understand that he takes himself out sometimes. We all understand that there's an occasional uh, video where he doesn't look like he's playing super hard, what have you, where the motor is always going. And Mont- but, but Chase Young is 72.1 overall out of 100. And Montez Sweat is 74.6 overall. So these guys are all, outside of Allen, ranking in the mid-70s. Here's Jay's point, I think, without speaking to Jay about it, is when you invest the way they have in the defensive line, you don't just expect good or fine or solid or above average They're all given green grades. That's good. But what you need is great. Sorry, that is what this team needs. Not good, great. Again, yesterday we did the difference between elite, franchise, good. Like there's different layers among quarterbacks, right? Well, the same thing for defensive linemen. It's not like they've been bad. They've been fairly good. But there have been times, especially against Buffalo, Philadelphia, and Chicago, and that was the worst, but even against Philadelphia when everybody says, oh, man, they played so good, where they were hard to find. We said it after the game, Deron Payne, with the right guard for the Eagles out early, should have tore them apart. And did not. Had one pressure late. Should have torn them apart. And did not. This is a guy who had 11 and a half sacks last year. Now Montez Sweat going against Lane Johnson, one thing. Going against the Chicago Bears, another thing.
And nobody expects greatness for 60 or 65 or 70 snaps a game. Nobody expects greatness. But what we need is we need a lot more. Good or fine or above average is not good enough. When you invest the way they've invested, not only in terms of draft capital, but in terms of long-term extensions for Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, and we'll see about Montez Sweat, and we'll see about Chase Young, and you have a young, struggling secondary, and bad linebackers, you need your thoroughbreds to kick some ass. And instead, too often, they're not kicking ass, and at times they're getting their ass kicked. 157, Team 980, let's talk about it with you. Is the defensive line a major disappointment, a mild disappointment, just fine? Are they good? How do you kind of read that out based off of what Jay said, based off of some of the numbers and perceptions and the reality that I just gave you? I'm not looking to kill anybody. I'm not looking to cut anybody. I'm not looking to trade anybody. I'm looking to talk to you. The Commander's fan. Plus, we can talk about the Capitals, again, off of our interview with Connor McMichael. And are you more excited about the start of the Capitals season as opposed to the continuance of the Commander's season? We'll have a lot more, including do your job, Ronnie Rivera. All coming up over the next two hours right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.